Hello and welcome to SEO is not that hard. I'm your host Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. In today's episode I'm going to cover part 5 in our series covering the Google Quality Rater process, identifying low and medium quality content. So, in the previous four episodes, we covered the foundations of the quality rating process, how to determine a page's core purpose, how to discover more about the website and the content creators of the page, the topic of the content, and what the key considerations needed to be taken into account when rating a page. The last episode, we covered what Google considers to be the lowest quality of content, things it really doesn't like. Today, I'm going to cover the next two levels of quality, low and medium. Okay, so with low quality pages, we're starting to get better. Um, The purpose of the page, Google says, low quality pages have a beneficial or non-harmful purpose. So you've got over that sort of first barrier that the lowest um, content falls into. However, a low quality page won't meet its purpose well because they lack an important dimension or have a problematic aspect. Um, So let's go through some of the things that um, Google wants the raters to look at. First thing is, is the page lacking EEAT? So does the content creator lack adequate experience, like uh, someone reviewing a restaurant when they've never actually been to that restaurant to eat there? Does the um, creator lack adequate expertise, like an article, you know, skydiving written by someone with no expertise in the subject? Does the content creator not authoritative or trustworthy source for the topic? So the example they give is a tax form download provided on a cooking website. Um, does the page, is it not trustworthy? So is it a shopping page with that enough uh, customer service information, for example? So here we see the importance of EAT coming in where you're the, the wrong person writing about this. You don't have the authority, you don't have the expertise, um, or you don't have the trustworthiness. Um, so you're not completely untrustworthy, but you don't have the right amount you need for a purpose. So like the example of a shopping website where it's very much white, um, but it doesn't have enough customer service information on there to feel to feel completely happy that it's not greater than low reputation. The next thing to consider is the quality of the main content. So first of all, title of the page. Now again, this is it slightly misleading? Is it shocking or exaggerated? Is it not really a great description of what's on the page? That can cause um, a page to be rated as low. The quality of the actual main content itself, you know, the example they give is, um, is it the kind of thing that a student who's trying to make a a shortcut um, do? So would they, um, you know, is it not very well organized? Have they just paraphrased other sources? Um, Are they putting large pictures or other distracting content um, rather than helpful information on the topic? using images from other sources like magazines, stock image websites, so they don't have to create pictures or diagrams of their own support the material. Uh, using common facts, which don't really need any research, like Argentina is a country, people live in Argentina, Argentina has borders. And then using filler content, for example, pandas eat bamboo, pandas eat a lot of bamboo. Bamboo is the best food for a panda bear. So if that's the kind of content you're creating, or the shortcuts you're taking, then you're going to potentially be considered low quality content here. There's no real effort put into creating this content. It's filler content. It's really just, you know, not original. There's not a lot of effort been put in. There's no talent or skill demonstrated in producing this content. So while it's not awful and misleading 
or any of those things it's just not really valuable at all they specifically talk about low quality content that's been put there to provide further content around um, supporting monetization um, rather than it being there to actually be helpful for real users and also that filler content might be added to force people to scroll down um, to reach the actual main content on the page. Now they do provide at the end of this a caveat on where low quality content is fine and shouldn't be considered uh, for a low rating and that's where people share on um, social media or other websites that are content sharing I'm imagining things like YouTube here for example should be viewed leniently so this is where people post activities they share with friends say they're just documenting the first time they're ever trying something um, and this shouldn't be considered low based on talent or skill because the primary purpose is to share content in these ones not to sort of demonstrate expertise um, so the lack of talent or skill doesn't distract in this case um, and yeah another final important thing um, that this low quality main content is not harmful it's just unsatisfying um, so the, the, the purpose of the page doesn't achieve its purpose well but it's not actually being harmful that's the definition of low the next part of the page that um, the raters are asked to think about is whether there's any distracting ads or supplementary content so again they so they expect ads and supplementary content to be visible but they don't want it to be intrusive so um, things like interstitial pages uh, which make it difficult to get to the main content um, if the um, ads themselves are starting to get in the way or distract from the main content then they should be given a low rating now an interesting one here is that they say that single pop-up ads um, or an interstitial page with clear and easy to use close buttons are not terribly distracting so these things in themselves aren't necessarily bad as long as there's a clear easy way for people to get rid of them if they're not interested in them so again really what they're saying is ads are okay if the ads or the supplemental content and their other features they, they if they really distract people from the use of the uh, main content or access of the main content then that's a low quality signal the next criteria for a low rating would be if the um, website or the content creator has a mildly negative reputation so as we talked about in the previous podcasts how um, the raters are expected to go and research the reputation of the website and the content creator this is where they have to look at them and, and say what's their actual reputation like so if it's someone well known um, or professional who's made the um, the content where you would expect them to have um, a reputation information available on uh, online to see about see about them then it's okay if it's you know mildly negative as long as that's not they've not done anything malicious or they've not been anything fraudulent financially so then if it's mildly negative then that's a sign of a low quality but um, if you're an ordinary person and a content creator that's not well known then a lack of reputation information is not necessarily negative so that's not necessarily a sign of low quality but if you're someone very well who should be very well known and you've there's a lack of information about you then that is potentially a sign of low quality when it comes to businesses they're told to be especially careful because um, not every business is going to have a lot of um, information about them so again um, a lack of, inf of quality information 
it's not necessarily bad and any business that does has a few negative customer reviews because every business will get some negative customer reviews is is okay that's not necessarily low it's just if there's you know a few too many and a, a few too many things repeating over again and that can be seen as low the final criteria that could um, determine that a site should be or a page should be given a low rating is if there's an unsatisfying amount of information about the website or content creator on the website um, you know Google expects to find some form of information about the website on the website and the creators of the content on the website. Um, so they expect to know what individual company, business or foundation created the main content unless there's a really, really good reason for anonymity. Again, this is going to vary by the type of website that you are as to how much information that they expect you to be there. Anything that's your money, your life, um, such as stores and websites that process financial transactions, they're going to need a high level of trust. There's going to have to be a lot more information on there um, to satisfy this need. Um, but again, if it's just like a personal website or a forum discussion on a non-YMYL topic, then um, far less information uh, might, will be sufficient. So in this case, it might just be an email address or a social media link might be sufficient. Um, you know, it's normal for people, especially when they're writing in just a personal capacity, um, to be hesitant about the amount of information they share online. So again, it all depends on the type of website as to how much they're going to expect you to be here. So, But if you don't provide enough then you know it's that they aren't really satisfied about who you are where you're coming from or, or the level of information required for the topic and, and the, the website then again this is something where you could get a low rating so that's low quality content and how it's defined you've basically just got it over the line from lowest um you're not doing anything harmful or malicious but you're not really wowing anyone you're not really providing a huge amount of value and you might just not quite have your reputation online sorted out or you're not quite providing enough information about yourself you're a bit too anonymous so um, yeah that that covers low as it was with the um, previous episode where I talked about how you can get loads of examples of lowest quality websites on the actual document itself it's the same here, again here there's loads of examples of uh, low quality pages listed in the document and uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes and I really suggest you go and look at it and look at all these different these different examples because it's really eye-opening okay so time to move on to medium quality pages I was now we're getting to the point where the job is being done might not be doing brilliantly but it's being done so they describe medium pages as um, they have a beneficial purpose and they achieve their purpose um, they say there's nothing wrong with medium quality pages and that you know raters should expect to encounter many medium quality pages um, really I think you know, this is what you know most pages on the internet Google is going to say are medium um, if it was summed up in one sentence it would be nothing wrong but nothing special so yeah so going through all the kind of key things it's really quick medium pages have a beneficial non-harmful non purpose medium quality pages are not expected to cause harm um, a page on any topic or any type of website might qualify for medium but you've got to give the extra level of YMYL um, topics. They need a little bit higher level of trust, such as online stores. Medium quality pages have titles that summarize the page. The ads and the supplementary content do not block or significantly interfere with the uh, main content on medium quality pages. Again, they point out, yeah, websites need monetization to share content with users, so the presence of ads itself is not a problem. Um, a medium quality page has an adequate information about the website and content creator for the purpose of the page. 
Um, for websites that process financial transactions, again, you've got to examine the customer service information, but it's all just adequate. And yeah, the quality is just basically, yeah, adequate effort, adequate originality, talent or skill so, so that the page can achieve its purpose. The reputation is not especially positive nor especially negative. It's just normal. And when it comes to the trustworthiness of the page and it's EEAT, there's just an adequate level. So really, you know, I mean, in, in Google's own words here, it's just adequate and it just does the job, but it's nothing special. Um, and again, like all the other types, they have lots of examples of what a medium quality page looks like and why it's a medium quality page in the actual document. It's worth checking out. Check the link in the show notes for that. So while medium, as Google say, might be adequate, but it's not anything special. What we really need to be now aiming for is to get into the next two levels of the high quality and the highest quality. And um, we'll look at what's required to get into those in the next episode. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard is brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO is Not That Hard.